Welcome, podheads, to a fresh new episode of Two Homies Chatting. On this episode, me and Kenny discuss when do we qualify as middle age. We dive into the difference between a UFO and Elon Musk. And we tell the real story of Gordon Bombay and the Mighty Ducks. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Two Homies Chat. Just two homies chat. The podcast THC Two Homies Chat. Can you let me ask you something? Just two homies chat. I think sometimes, you know, spooky can be cool. Oh, thank you. Whoa, where did that come from? They're just letting us know that we're recording. This meeting is being recorded. I know, but it's like, whoa, you know, the goal is to kind of like sneak up and surprise you. And then like we talk and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit, we're recording. No, no, but instead I'm over here like Siri says you want to record. You're like, I don't fix with Siri, you know? I don't, yeah. I don't trust. I don't trust them Bluetooth digital age Alexas. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. You got me the first couple of times, and ever since then, I got my eye on that big red dot. <laughs> you know, Your you head's on a me, swivel. You don't give me any more. I know when we start. <laughs> I just gotta. Yeah, I gotta be careful. There's there's on air and off air things. You know. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> topics we like. We like to talk offline, and then. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, an offline topic makes its way online. And I think on the line, you know, we just take the topic, throw it on the line. And then I think that's, uh, I think it's okay. But I think you're right. It yeah. definitely, uh, it can get to a point where if you're not paying attention. Oh, once it's, once it's in the cloud, bro, I don't, I don't know how the cloud works. Cumulus. I don't know. But but I once don't it's in the cloud. It, I don't think it ever leaves once it's up there. Yeah. So what you know once your face is on the book, does it does it ever go away? Book them, no? Dano. <laughs> How you doing, really, bro? Good, dude. Good. Good. Are you gonna are you gonna bring you gonna bring us in? Just I mean, to, we I mean we're it. we're like in. Do you wanna like just like swing us in really quick? Yeah, look, I'll I'll swing us in. Like yeah. welcome. <clears throat> welcome, yeah. hotheads, to the freshest episode of Two Homies Chatting with Trace and Ken. Hello, yeah. Ken. How are you doing today? Good, Trace. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I'm a little foggy. I got I got a little little cloud. A little twenty percent chance of rain. Yeah, you know, like I like I'm partly cloudy in my brain. You yeah, know, like yeah. like Well you had a you had a pretty intense couple of days, right? I had a had a little birthday celebration. So you played <laughs> a round of golf, looking good yeah. out there in your bucket hat. Yeah, I tried. You know, I got out there and uh uh Try to to hold my own for the two homies chatting podcast, and you know I know that's I'll, good. I, as much as we talk golf on here, you gotta at least play a little. Yeah, um, yeah. Someone's got to hold it up for us. Because, <laughs> I'm certainly not. <laughs> I definitely need more reps, man. Definitely yeah. need more reps. My no my golf reps. game. There's no time. I don't have, right. I don't, I don't have enough time for reps. You know, it's tough. not enough times in the days. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough to find. I'm time. not a 62 year old retired man named Edward. Right, like I don't get to just golf whenever I want. All right? Not yet, at least you'll get there though. I think one day, one day. But I definitely turned, uh, you know, old, older. I finally caught up to Casey in age, so we're now twins. Nice, um, nice. You know, um, with there's another day for our listeners that don't get that inside joke. 
So uh, we'll we'll talk about that one day in the future. So you know, hang tight. And uh, yeah, man, I I did come across this interesting question, right? Because like, um, first, you know, really quick, just because the CMs are starting to develop here, and uh, and words are slowly going to become hard to pronounce as as the CMs evolve into <laughs> a class two CM quickly into a class eight. And we don't want to get up to above eight, you know. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna throw out my beverage here, Ken, and that way I can quench my thirst. But I'm, I'm, I'm uh, shaking it, shaking it up a little bit. Okay, one, we appreciate our brothers at Widmer, and and I'll be dabbling into them in my round two. But I I wanted to give a, a nice shout out to this pizza joint. Okay, and this pizza joint I like to eat at here is called Odmos Pizza in, in the in the Portland metro area. Um, but they, uh, and I like them because they own Northwest style pizza like that. That's like in their branding, right? Well, they partnered with a brewery down in Salem called Santium Brewing Company and they made their Moe's nose. Okay. And my mom was in town, you know, she goes by Mo. Mo. And, and we got it when she was in town, but I want to give it some recognition because it does have this, uh, you know, theme where, you know, hashtag cancer sucks. You know, and I think everybody's kind of been impacted in yep. that. I'm sure every yeah. listener, but uh, I can support yeah, that. The hashtag Mo knows Northwest IPA holding Very it down. Nice. Very nice. Northwest style Indian pale ale. Northwest brewed style. using Northwest American hops and American malts fermented with an English strain of ale yeast. So shout out Oddmos. Had your pizza for the birthday and uh, having your beer today. In this delicious Sweetwater 420 test glass. I love it. Get that freshness. Get that nice pour. And you know, you know how we do. You got a beer. I got a beer. That's two beers. That's two homies chatting. I got a cool one from Uinta. It's called Was Angeles. Like Wasatch Front and Los Angeles. A little play on words there. It's a great, is that like an earthquake joke in in between it too? Uh, I, do you, I, I think do you it's feel more like of a, like, I think it's more of a Silicon Slopes, California moving to Utah kind of play on words there with the whole tech boom that's happening here in Utah. That's that's legit, it's, right? Like it's, it's massive. It's pretty legit. There's it's there's massive. there's there's a lot of companies that are basing themselves here, including Facebook. So. Yeah, they like um, they're out there, right? They're they're creating yeah. like a nice yeah. server station. Yeah, they got the whole deal out there. They're building a big thing, you know, out out in the mountains by the data center. The government bases its data. The, the NSA like building. Big, yeah, yeah. The, the building that can take pictures of you, but you can't take pictures of it. Yep. Yeah, you it's know strange. the one. Yeah. yeah, I digress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So shout out to you, Winta. Great name for a beer great beer for the name cheers bro it's it's great to be with you here i'm hoping we're gonna witness steph curry's greatness right now as as we're three minutes and 50 seconds into the third quarter uh and and golden state has an eight point lead right now and let's let's not deny the fact either that uh anthony davis is straight up um anthony davis is like three for 15 so far. Just just marking that out there. 
But Kenny, let me propose something to you. Okay, let me ask you something, Kenny. Because this got thrown around a little bit, and I just want to get your perspective. Okay, at what age are you considered middle age? Well, I I don't think you can know that until your life is over, and then you would cut that final age in half, and that would be the middle. So, so it's like rear sided is what you're saying. You're, you're like, well, okay. So, so, okay. See, cause now this is where our conversation <laughs> kind of evolved from. So I think, I think you're in a good point, right? Like, so genealogy or like, you know, trending data says if you're a male and you're venable, you're probably going to live to be 90 something like venables lived in for some reason. So, I don't know why. So that's your forties. Um, so is 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 middle age for me forty five, or is it relative? Now here's where things are kind of get interesting, and this is where our conversation kind of got a little crazy over the weekend. But um, is it relative to the age you are now? So I'm middle aged. Middle age. I'm I'm putting air quotes, listeners. Air quotes. Um, you can't see because him, but you can hear them. I'm in between the ages of 30 and 40. I'm in between my next decade or within my decade, I guess. Right. Is that, I, I think, but that then creates a scenario where it's like, are you middle-aged at 15? Cause you're in between the age of 10 of, and, or yeah. I got this middle-aged toddler, you know, like well, my, my, like we're getting deep into this and this is great. Let's get in. My it. first, my first question here is, is, how long is the period of middle aged? Because that might determine what age. Like, is are it, you? Is it a decade of being middle aged? Is it mm. a year? Is it just a few days, like right in the middle? Ooh, um, you think Google has any answers? So here, like, I think that's an interesting question. Though. Like, how long are you middle aged for? Yeah, I think that that has to do a lot with when it would start as well. Uh, Google Google has some interesting things to say about being middle aged, and uh, the first thing that comes up is is the definition on Dictionary dot com of middle aged is uh, a person aged about forty five to sixty five. So they're saying you could be middle aged for for twenty years. Twenty years. Twenty years of being middle aged. But how many people? grow to be 130 years old. You know what I mean? Like 65 yeah. is an irrational number. I think it's it's got to be an off-balanced like um, pie chart there, right? Like middle-aged, like you think middle, meaning half or some period in the middle, but it's probably like the 20 years and then it really falls off quickly. I just don't think don't you know. qualify for middle-aged if you're getting Social Security. You got an AARP card. That's, and I think you're that's able a valid to live point. In a 55 up community. Like that's yeah. not middle aged to me. Right. No, Plus if at launch, it's gotta be under 50, but it can't be. But I think to your point it's relative, right? Like I don't, I'm not saying it's being <laughs> hypothetical, right? But like if, if the age family, like if, if your lineage on average lives to be 82, it's middle aged 41 can't yeah. be over 55. Cause at that point you're getting too many, you can't be middle-aged and then get senior senior citizen discounts, right? You can't get middle-aged and you're getting a buy one, get one at Texas Roadhouse on a Sunday afternoon. I ain't about that, okay? But I think we might be able to kind of come up with something. 
you know, like in Britannica, the Encyclopedia Britannica has some interesting things here on middle aged from a psychology perspective um, is a period of human adulthood that immediately precedes the onset of old age. And they're saying it's between the ages of 40 and 60 and somewhere between 60 and 65, you go to old age. That's 60 you to 65 and older, old age, Yeah, old age. But I think there's a lot that can, you know, a lot of other things that could come into play in middle age. Like we're talking kind of just mathematically we're talking about the numbers here. Yeah, we're just. I've caught. met some 26 year old dudes that act middle aged, you know, New Balance sneakers and all that kind of stuff. You know, you've seen it out there. So like there's the Crocs and sport mode. Yeah, you know, you know the type. I think I think I learned this term over the weekend, and I'm gonna probably botch it, but I think they call that like normcore. I don't know. I heard this term over the weekend. Somebody was talking about the term normcore, where you try really hard to look normal. Oh, you nice. know, like I like that. like dad jeans, like like uh, yeah. That's I don't know. Definitely a thing. Yeah, right. Like, and I'm like, I've never heard of this. But then it's like, well, what if you don't try hard? Are you normcore if you don't, you know? But I normcore, according to Wikipedia, is a unisex fashion trend characterized by normal-looking clothing. Yeah, you know, like dad jeans, those those all white Nikes that go viral once you like you hit a certain age. You know, mm-hmm. like the classic the the Nike Air. There's a there's a variation of this concept for women called menacore. Which is a play on the words menopause. Whoa. Okay. So is that like, but I don't, I guess I don't understand. But that's, you know, not for me to grip. I don't even understand middle age. So I don't, you know, I was just thinking this weekend as, as some conversations were evolving amongst uh, a massive amount of libations. Um, you re- you know, realizing you're getting old. I'm definitely like getting. Up there, like I'm, I'm not. I mean, you're beating me, and yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not like the oldest in my own family, you know. But yeah. like, am I the oldest in my house? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. like, have I been on the planet longer? Sure. Is Brutus probably genetically older than I am? I mean, science is probably saying that. Yeah, yeah. You know, one, yeah. one year seven. Feel, but by the way that's not entirely true that's that's it's pretty like, much an average there's like the first couple of years equal a little bit more than the middle couple of years and the end okay. years equal a couple of more in development wise I, I, there's a poster at the vet that i read on it i don't know okay so so the average life's like one year is seven, is seven. on average yeah. on like they break it down that way yeah, yeah like quick math you know 45 is middle age because it's half a 90. All right. Like, I think that's, I think that's what kind of every, I just really disagree once middle age conversations start getting into the, well, 60, 65. Cause I'm like, yo, you don't get to be getting free IHOP breakfast every morning and being called middle age. Maybe, maybe you do. I don't know. Like, if you're up getting IHOP, maybe you're still middle-aged. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm, I mean yeah. But can you – like, I like your perspective, though. I like your – does the soul match the vessel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, because you see, like, 
some old dudes out there like Wim Hof, right? Like Wim Hof, if anybody Google him up, W-I-M-H-O-F. And he's this gnarly dude, but he's like in his late 50s, I think, maybe 60s. And soul-wise, probably younger than me, right? Like in his soul. Like dude's got energy, right? But like Elon Musk, dude, like what's his soul like? There's no way that guy's soul is middle-aged. That guy's probably... It's a built-up ball of energy, that guy. You know, just saying. We'll get. If anybody, uh, he crashed. He crashed the the cryptocurrency market with a tweet. Can you imagine having that kind of power? People's Bitcoin and Dogecoin is literally down eight hundred percent because he tweeted about it. No, but see, like, crazy. I don't understand those. Like, I haven't div- dove into the the world of cryptocurrency enough to really know what's happening. I feel like if if something like that is happening, I don't know if I'm fully invested. But it does seem like there's there's something there. Like, I mean, anybody knows? Two homies chatting. Uh, Instagram, I, two homies chatting at Gmail. Like, I got a couple wanna... of guys we could get on the show to talk cryptocurrency if we want to dive into that. I haven't, dove, I haven't dove in. Dove, yeah, I don't. In, I dove, my brain doesn't dove, work that way. Dove in. I, I mess with, not only that, I mess like, with the market, but yeah, apparently you have to like mine it or something. Is and there's like a bunch of like work involved. People have like whole computers for that, and I'm just like, oh, I don't know, man. Let, let me ask yourself, isn't it all crypto, right? Like, like you just walk to the bank, you know, or like, you do you ever see a physical paycheck? It's an auto, automatic deposit, right? Direct deposit, right? Yeah. Okay. So you swipe your card, right? Yeah. Isn't it all digital? Isn't that all cryptocurrency? Right. The fact that like, oh, I could just go to an ATM and pull it out, which eventually crypto will get to. Right. Eventually you'll be able to tangibly access your money. Right. But like, isn't it all cryptocurrency? That's that's interesting thought. I mean, I think it's a little different, but I think basically it's the same. I think you're right. Just, you know, it's like if your shirt is tucked into your pants, but then your shirt comes out. Aren't your pants technically tucked into your shirt? Do you get what I'm saying? That, that's that's from a commercial, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, I I will say though, I did uh, I did trip out. Elon got me this weekend, man. He got us. We were doing a little bonfire on the beach, um, and uh, taking some taking some star photos, and all of a sudden, UFO. Starts coming across the sky. Yeah, right? tri- just tri- sh- tripping you out a little bit. Huh? It, I mean, honestly, bro, it was like like eight little lights all in a in a in a parallel line, right? Like in sync together, like Justin Timberlake, and just scrolling across the sky. But it it kind of looked like it was coming closer, but you know, it probably wasn't right. Like I mean, moving at a really it, steady, steady at pace. a steady pace, mm-hmm. right? Like uh, uncomfortably steady, right? And then you're like just watching it. You're just like, is this a UFO? Is this what is this? What am I? What am I looking at here? You know? And then you you start googling, 
string yeah. lights across the night sky off the Oregon mm-hmm. coast. And yeah. then you find out everybody's like, Wow, UFO. And it's just Starlink. It's, it's just Elon. Starlink. It's just, just Elon, Elon Musk's personal internet that he built. His Musk needs to cool down. All right. I don't I don't need to be Strong. like walking everywhere and smelling him. I don't need to smell. Did you, did you watch whatever. him on SNL? I did not, but I don't typically watch SNL. So I only saw I'm, a couple of clips that came up afterwards. I'm kind of saving it for one of those nights. But the clips yeah. that I saw, he was surprisingly funny. And, but I'm an Elon Musk guy, so. Are you gonna get that Tesla battery on the crib, bro? No, you put, no, put that on the house. Hell no, no. Yeah, no, that's a fair question, but that's a yeah. strong no. It's a hard pass for me. Everything to me is like we are on the verge of Skynet, yeah. right? Like everything to me, like listening, like I mean, not to get too crazy down a rabbit hole. All of a sudden, you have like the military talking about they want to use artificial robots and combat. And all I'm thinking in my head is, have we learned nothing? Have we not witched Terminator? Do we not know what happens? Like, I get it. It's a movie. And I get it's called science fiction. But listen here. That person who wrote said book that that movie is based off or the script of that movie was conspiracy theoried enough and and dabbled into enough recreational uh, mind activities Hmm. to predict some shit. I mean, look at how much shit the Simpsons have predicted. And you're going to be like, oh, well, that's... Look at Star Trek. Yeah, like... Like I'm sitting I mean, here we just, off, flipping on a tablet. Like we used to, I used, we used to just be like, that will never happen. We'll never be able to just hold a piece of glass and use it as a computer. Just, we literally do that now. No, I think bro. you're right. I think you're right. And just, just, just to back up and be clear about something, it's not that I won't put a battery on my house and be, and I, I'm all for energy independence. I'm all for that. You just won't see a Tesla battery on my house. I and I respect. like Tesla and I like the cars. I like what Musk is doing. But that's that's a whole other department. And but he ain't your type of cologne. Working in, saying. working in, yeah. We, we, let's not. That's just <laughs> not. That's 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 gonna start sounding like work, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> not right now. Not right now. No. I'd rather talk a little bit of golf, to be honest. No. Because we got let's... a major tournament starting today for you listeners. Tomorrow for us currently. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but yeah, the PGA Championship, Kiwa Island, the Ocean Course. Who do you got? Who do I? You're gonna. Who do I got? Oh man. Um, who do you got? Then? Spieth. Spieth to complete Thank the career you. grand. Slam. Come on, bro. It's mm-hmm. his. He's yeah. he's been on. He's been on the cusp of returning to greatness. I don't know what has happened. I don't know what Played really great last and this week. human. But he's on like he we're witnessing back. Back to the it. second coming. Like yeah. like if, if you've seen Legend of Bagger Vance, he had his little walk into the forest moment. He had the find yips. your swing. Yeah. He had the yips and now he's gone. He's feeling much better now. I and it's it's I hope and if not again, I I'll always say, you know, I do hope I I'd love to see Tony win. Um, a lot of people talking about Tony. He's I know one of my sleepers. And Phil hasn't won the players before, right? I think Phil hasn't won the players. Uh, it's the PGA Championship coming up. 
Okay, yeah. So I think that's that's not the players, right? I don't that's, know. That's different. Players I might be speaking incorrectly. I've been drinking. It's different. I've been drinking. I think it's different. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if he has. But I'll see if I can pull that up really quick there. Yeah, see if you can grab that. But I, I'm with you, dude. I think, I think Spieth finally pulls pulls one out, bro. Pulls one out. I could, I could use it. You know, like I think it would be sweet. Yeah, the players, we already did the players this year at TPC Sawgrass. Yeah. And um, your winner there was Daniel Berger. But yeah, I got speak on my eye on Spieth. Um, I got my eye on um, Finau. And uh, I, I liked what I saw out of Matt Kuchar. I, I don't Cooch. know, man. Cooch is my guy, and he's um, he he was interviewed, and he um, he said he's back to playing Kuchar golf, and I, I like to see a guy stand up there with a microphone and say, "Back to playing Kuchar golf." He's he's got uh, 150 to one odds to win. Spieth Kuchar. is uh, Kuch, yeah, Spieth is 18 to one. Finau's 40 to one. Current current odds to win the PGA Finau's never won championship. really any big tournament, right? He like hasn't. He's, just he's never won. I don't think he has a win on the PGA Tour. But he has like the most top 10 finishes. Most top 10s without a win. Yeah. This is his. So he's due for it. He's playing good. He's playing good. If you're bored tomorrow, pull up some Tony Finau golf shots from the last couple of years on tour. He's right there, man. Bro, I saw right this, this uh, shot. Uh, I went down, you know, kind of a golf shot rabbit hole, and it was Tiger. Tiger had this shot back in 2012. It was a three iron out of the sand. Seen the puts, shot. I know the shot. You're yeah, and he and he literally says, "It's his best feeling shot ever." Like ima- imagine that. Imagine somebody who's like, like, what do you like? And for an example, I played yesterday. Okay, and I'm on 17. Okay. And I get a measly lie where I, I'm literally on the right side of the cart path, but the green is up on like bricks, right? So it's like a foot and a half, right? So what's that? Like, like what's a foot and a half? 18 inches, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what she said. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Correct. Uh, Got to get it up over, but pins kind of on like the front part of the green right there like on the side it's like from the front half of the green but it's like closer to the edge and bro i literally put it on you know gave myself like a five foot putt and that was my favorite shot of the day i was like oh my god i can't believe i was laughing the whole time after i hit it you know it's like one of those where you're like like i it's just like Best shot, best feel. Imagine being like where every other shot is like that in your life, and then you're like picking out what all oh, this best feeling shot from 2012 in a bunker with a three iron. And you're like, for real, dude? Yeah, there's a lot of golf shots that that man has taken that any professional golfer has taken. Uh, it would be hard to remember a single one, but right? I guarantee it. It's a lot like. When you uh, when you see other athletes in their sports get interviewed and they just remember specific 
plays mm -hmm. that from decades ago that they could recall. So maybe, maybe with that level of focus, maybe you get that level of memory and stuff. There's been a couple, I probably, I could probably come up with six golf shots that I've hit in my life that I remember feeling like that about where I'm like, yeah. that was a golf shot. Yeah, that was it. Have you ever had a golf? Like one time I hit a golf shot and I was like, and it was kind of getting to that twilight hour, you know, and I crush a golf shot down the middle of the fairway to like walk down the middle of the fairway. And the ball is nowhere to be found. Like, <laughs> like literally, like I'm like, what? what? Like I crushed a shot. So we know how the light is at twilight hours. <laughs> and um, so I don't know, man, like you, it probably felt really good. But might not have been as straight as you thought. Or I'm just, just saying. Out drove the hole. What I'm just saying. Was I that felt, good? I've I'm, I've had a shot. Just that did one. You, I, did you hit? I can name Matsuyami, the course. Drive the green. No, I, I don't think I've ever. I, I don't think I've ever done it unless it's a short short course. You know, like it's like a really short par four, and you just get lucky. Yeah, you um, just get lucky. Yeah, I'm. I don't have cut the corner even when you were aiming the other way. Yeah, you're like, oh. <laughs> I have had one time where I've completely botched a shot, and it just hit the flag stick and dropped right yeah, in the hole. That's the best. And you're like, yes. you're like so angry at the shot that you can't enjoy the result. I think that's kind of why people don't enjoy golf so much is because like they're focused on the result every time. They think that like. One, yeah. if you're an athlete out there, 100 bucks says you think golf is probably easier than it looks, right? Everything, everybody's out there. I've heard that before. That's yeah. never played golf. It's probably like, oh, I could totally do that, right? But then go watch like an NBA player or an NFL player, grab a golf club for the first time, an elite athlete, and they don't know what the hell they're doing. Mm -hmm. They don't know, you know, and it's like, bro, it's a hard game. It's one of those games where it's all about the reps. Like, oh, yeah. How many golfers do you think on the PGA Tour are even secondary athletes? You know, like they're not very many. There's a couple that have played like college basketball as well, dual sport athletes in college, but there are not very many golfers that also excelled at other sports. Just like there aren't very many other athletes that excel at golf. There's a few like Steph Curry. He's good enough to probably be on the tour if he didn't play basketball yeah. anymore. Tony right? Romo. Tony Romo's good too, right? But hey, There's let's not couple. forget Romo. He played baseball, hoop. and he, he could. He hoop. played. He was drafted as a baseball player too. Romo was. I'm pretty sure Tony Romo was drafted in the baseball draft. I wouldn't put it past a lot of those guys, you know, like Russ and Tom, and a lot of those guys are um, drafted, and then they do like the casual like. Like Russell Wilson did the whole thing where like he went and like did the Yankees and the Rangers spring league, you know, and it's just to get their presence in the, at that point, I think he already like won one Super Bowl and it's just get that energy in the locker room, bro. It's like, that's why Jacksonville hired Tebow, you know, or like signed Tebow at tight end. Get that energy in the locker room. Get a dude that just pisses and shits positivity all the time. Literally, like you could be like, bro, I don't like you. And Tim Tebow be like, well, I hope you have a great day. It's like, that's what we need. Yeah. Know? Yeah. That, you know? that there, 
that is one of the unspoken things in athletics is how a single person's energy can affect the rest of the team's energy, which can lead to success or failure. Have you now, like you've, you've experienced that, right? Like what is it about that player that makes you what, like, does it, is it, it's infectious, right? Like when somebody comes in and, and does things like that, and, and has kind of those positive mindsets, a positive teammate, somebody like that stuff's infectious, right? It's like, yep, that's what it's it like. Is. Next thing you know, you're positive, right? Then, like, the next person's positive. It changed the whole momentum of the game, the outcome of the game. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen it be different. I've seen it be with like positive attitude or energy. I've seen it be with people being able to hype up others. I've seen quiet people do it by just being good. Yeah, just up the level of others just by being quiet and being good at the sport. So there's, you know, it's, I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know if there's a science behind that at all. I, I think no. that's just kind of as, as a coach or as a, as a GM, maybe you, you see it and recognize it. Um, and, and you're like, yeah, we need that. But I also think that you might see it sometimes and think you recognize it. And it's not what you think it is. Yeah, it's uh, a witchcraft. It's the man, Johnny. Know? It's the Johnny Manziel, right? Yeah, but see, with Johnny, man, it's it's tough because he looked like when, he had it, and then it turns yeah, out that he did not. I think it's tough when you're an athlete like him that when you get yourself yeah, in a situation where like true. you're always on camera, right? Like Johnny football was football. He was the NFL. Mm -hmm. He was whatever for how long, you know what I mean? Like, so you're like those guys, I think it's, I think there's more things that come into play. You know, it's not just, plus he, bro, Johnny, Johnny football. If he would have probably gone to a better organization. No, I'm not trying to disrespect your Browns. Okay. But hear me out. Oh, you're not going to get any argument from a Browns fan on that yeah. era of the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Took a while to get the the ship with the right man. Oh, it just and it right? just got righted. Like let's not let's not kid ourselves. That was last year that it just got righted. Yes. So like, if Johnny Manziel would have gotten drafted by Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots, Johnny Manziel most likely would still be in the NFL. Like it's. I think it's all about. Maybe. I think a lot of guys, it's all about your opportunity and like your situation. Like, like if, I mean, how often first, like how often do players get drafted early just because somebody thinks something like, it's like, it's, it's, I mean, like no offense to Zach Wilson. Right. But is Zach Wilson really the, the number two quarterback in the draft? Was that, was Zach Wilson really, did Zach Wilson's resume say I'm the number two quarterback in the draft? But then everybody starts on that hype train, right? Trey Lance, even Trey Lance, not trying to disrespect Trey Lance at all, but like didn't even play last year because he opted out of the COVID season. So he's, is Trey well, his Lance entire, really his entire league did, right? Yeah, so not not but like he didn't, but but they played in they played spring. in the spring and I just then, watched some of that the other day. It was great. Yeah, like you just get it gets to a point where it's like people start having these conversations and developing a value of these guys that might not really exist yet. Mm -hmm. But then the guys that are proven and safe, 
just for an example, Justin Fields, right? Just for an example. You're telling me all the example. teams he played, he played way better teams than Zach Wilson played. Every way week. better. Put in put in way more difficult situations. Not saying for, that for BYU, two years. For two years. Yeah. Zach Not Wilson saying, really just had the one good season against lesser competition. Against a lesser competent, right? There's no but doubt about that. But now he is number two quarterback. Like that's all. That's that's just where it gets to a point where, like Manzel, it's if he would have been in a better situation instead of basically everybody saying like, because no offense to him, his Texas A&M teams weren't even that good. No, you know they were like freaking seven and five and nine and two or whatever. Like mm-hmm. they were good, but like he beat Alabama one time and that was it. And you can like, literally say that he beat Alabama. Yeah, like he ran all over the field. Mm-hmm. Like, but then you see, you look at it, and I, I don't know, man. It's it's just tough because I think a lot of these, a lot of these guys get their value built up based off of like a, a fifteen second hype video where there's, oh yeah, you're running around throwing a football in a position you're probably never going to experience that same thing in a game. Yep, like. Well, and it's all and about timing like, too. Like the timing was yeah. right for a guy like Zach Wilson and stuff. And I don't, I, yeah, that's a rough one. Jet, Jets fans are optimistic, but as a Cleveland's Browns fan, trust me, I know, I know what you, I know what you listen, listen, New York Jets fans. As a Cleveland <laughs> Browns fan, I know, I know what you're thinking here with Zach Wilson. I know, I know he's the one. You're certain. This is the one that will lead us back to the glory of our old days. You know it. This, I don't think he's the one, guys. I'm sorry. Just like we had all the ones that we thought were the one. It takes How a lot. How many quarterbacks did you one. have changed? 23. Holy shit. The fact that you know that off, <laughs> off the top of your dome is like, like I'm over here like, oh, yeah, we had like two quarterbacks in 23 years. The that, Browns had 23 story. quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah, I think like, and I and I like your like what you're talking about with the Jets, right? Like, just to give perspective. By the way, ninety-one, ninety-one, five minutes, forty some seconds left. Uh, it is uh, worse. Um, What's what was that again? Give me that. Ninety-one, ninety-one, five and a half minutes in the fourth quarter. So listen, listen, we got to go back for just a second. Thirty quarterbacks since nineteen ninety-nine. Thirty. Okay, so like, take that into perspective. That's that's a hell of a lot. That's a hell of a lot of quarterback. Is Sam Darnold that bad? No, right? Like, like I think not. it's or like Adam Gase is that bad, right? Dude, but then dude. you you get a Sam Darnold, and Sam Darnold's career kit's kind of it's a rocky road, bro. You know, it, but it ain't chocolate and marshmallows. You know what I mean? Like it's same with with Josh Rosen. Where's Josh Rosen now? Miami as a backup to Tua. I got no damn clue, bro. No clue. Hmm. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, like, is was Josh Rosen that bad? No. Jared Goff. Jared Goff looked like he did not know how to play football just... under Jeff Fisher. And then gets Sean McVay and leads the Rams to the freaking Super Bowl. I think it's all about the situation. If you're in the right situation and you have the right ability to thrive, Absolutely. you can be a great player. Absolutely. But if it's if you get too much, if you try to get, make one guy build Rome in a day, it's just not going to happen in the NFL. These motherfuckers are too good. 
Josh Rosen's in San Francisco, by the way. That's a great spot to be That's in because really Garoppolo is going to come back. See, nobody's talking about. It. I'm not. I'm not trying to go down. I know we probably spent way too much talking about this already because you know it's just is what it is. But like sneaky, sneaky signing. Nobody's talking about Brian Hoyer coming back to New England. That sneaky. is a spe- that is a specific signing for Mac Jones because Cam Newton ain't going to have the same playbook Mac Jones has. You know what I mean? Like Mac Jones, pocket passer, his playbook ain't, uh, um, you know, the the option, you know, read option, right? Like, I'm just saying, Brian Hoyer, come back to New England. Sneaky, 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 sneaker, sneaker. Hoyer's my boyer, dude. He's good. He's smart. <laughs> Hoyer is, yo, he had your brownies at like five and one before that ACL. Yeah. Browns were looking nice before that ACL. Cleveland boy. Coming home. Oh, yeah, I always wanted to play for the Browns. It. I was all about I remember, that. bro. You I were on excited. that hype train. I thought that that was gonna that was gonna be the one that was gonna bring us out. I thought that the hometown hero was gonna was gonna save the franchise. Was gonna be this generation's Otto Graham. We have to go back that far. Uh, this generation's Bernie Kozar. <laughs> Dude, it's what about? Just, just to, I don't want to sound disgruntled because, like we said earlier, the ship's been righted, and I'm excited about where the Cleveland Browns are. At. Ooh, I like that. That and should be your light. Browns T-shirt. The ship's been righted, and I'm excited. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Brownies yeah, right, 2021. Yeah. They do. Let's put it on paper. Browns Let's backers. The Utah Utah chapter of the Browns backers. I got to get in on that and set that up. I'm gonna work on that yeah. this year. Get on that, bro. Get on that. I, I support yeah. that. Yeah. The ship's been righted. We're, we're excited. excited. I love it. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll but, make a shirt. Two homies chatting shirt. Let me let me ask you something, though, Kenny. Okay, like, speaking of football, as we kind of sunset our conversation, um, would you draft a kicker number one overall if, if the kicker was guaranteed to make 100% of their kicks? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It came with that guarantee, and that was a legitimate. Came guarantee. with that guarantee. That's not some like voodoo secret sauce spell that or like anything like that. Nobody is like legit. Like you, this guy never misses ever. Hundred percent of the kicks. Yeah, absolutely. What What would be your reason? He never misses. Okay. So you know that if you can get the ball within a tie game and get a field goal range, you're gonna win. Would the game ever be tied if you had a kicker that made 100% of the kicks? Probably, yeah. I don't think, think that that big of a deal. I don't think that would make that big of a I mean, of a I difference. think like the average scoring every the average scoring drives like 33% of the time. And you would you would still score touchdowns cuz they're worth more. You would still try would you, to score touchdowns. You wouldn't just like rugby it where you get down to a certain and then kick it. Would you would you play more conservatively? No, I don't think so. I think I'd play a little bit more aggressive. Yeah, you wouldn't worry about like to uh, you. You would take you'd risk it more to get the biscuits more. You know? Yeah, I, yeah, I, w- yeah. I would go for the biscuits, knowing that I could at least get three from here. Yeah, you know, and like, hey, their kicker misses, my kicker doesn't. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah just that's interesting. just that's this, that's crazy hypothetical because you could nobody could ever guarantee that for a human no. being, right? Ever, but no. if they could, yeah, I'd, I'd fucks with that. I agree. I agree. 
Two and a half minutes. 98-95 Warriors right now. Warriors with the ball. And Steph just turned it over. That was quick. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, it's it's uh I'm interested in this basketball playoffs, man. Like uh it's it's been interesting yeah. watching this playoff game, this play this this play in series thing that they've Real done quick, this year. Your take. Are you a fan of the play in tournament? I am, yeah. But I, I'm I'm a fan because the team I like the Boston Celtics were in the play in tournament, and if they would have lost yesterday, they still had an opportunity. I actually thought strategy probably I know this is so stupid and everybody's like hating on the Clippers for it, but like you should, we should have lost against the Wizards. Then we could have beat the Pacers. And then if we beat the Pacers, we would play the 76ers, which I feel a lot more confident playing the Sixers. It's no offense to Doc Rivers, even though he won us a championship. That dude blows series. And Embiid's a wimp. Joel Embiid ain't, when they thought Joel Embiid's one of the most dominant, they, no, no. Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, they ain't it. All right, stop. Stop with the talk. Stop. Stop with the talk. Stop. Okay. All. I'm all about the real deal, Holyfields. And they ain't it. I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. I love it. I think it's awesome. I think it's great. If you don't want to be in it, then win more games in the regular season. And if you're in it and you lose and your season's over in one game, damn, that shit's exciting. And I think that the last couple of weeks of the NBA season were. So interesting to watch as a fan. I was watching teams I don't even care about just to see what would happen between them and stuff. So I think it's great. I think yeah. it's cool. Uh, I actually, <laughs> if the Lakers I lose, thought, I don't know if it's going to be around next year. Well, I honestly like LeBron. LeBron took a hard foul from Draymond right now. He's rolling on the floor. But like, I thought, I thought, what a what a wimp, bro. Like, like you're the greatest. You're the you're the self titled goat, right? He's the only athlete I know that's called themselves the greatest of all time, right? And, and I'm not trying to, that's to hate not, too much. There's probably a lot of athletes that have maybe. I think a that. lot of athletes do it. I think a lot of athletes. I think the the guys who are actually in the conversation never do it on an HBO program. Yeah. They let everybody else call them. Larry Bird said Michael Jordan was God in disguise. There's no great, greater, you know, comparison in life than, than that, right? Yeah, that's like, pretty much it, yeah. So I'm, I'm just saying, like, I don't like it if some dude, no, not some dude, LeBron, just gets in and is like, that, that game right there made me the go. Like, bro, your 400 winning percentage in the damn finals doesn't make you the go, all right? I'm sorry. Like, you're four and six. Oh, but he's been there 10 times. Who cares? Who cares how many times he's been there? doesn't matter how many times you've been there if you lose. Sorry. Right, Tom Brady? Right? <laughs> Seven I, and two. Seven and two. That's, that's a good record. I, I um, yeah, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a sharp LeBron take. I like it. Um, I, I like it a lot. I, I'm a I just LeBron don't fan. think like I'm a LeBron fan, but I'm with you. I think there's a lot of athletes that might say some stuff like that, but we all know that that's just bravado and just sticking their chests out a little bit. But there's only a couple who have said it that you think he really believes that, and that's borderline narcissistic. So well, and and with him, like he was like, I don't know who, like he's afraid of the plane. Like the plan is just to entertain, like the the to make it entertaining, right? Awesome. Give teams, yeah, I, awesome. I think it's awesome, it's right? Awesome. And it's like, you know, I got an idea for you. How about LeBron 
You win more. Hmm? But he's getting what's happening to LeBron has happened to every athlete like LeBron. Yep. Where the miles start to take over mm-hmm. and the tires start to go flat. Right? Like it happened to Kobe. You know, it happened. It's these smart and, ones and avoid it, it. Michael. Michael, Lex, but Michael Joe, took Montana, two years off. Sunset, you know. It. Yeah, like you I think see MJ it yourself, and you walk away. Yeah, but so. MJ went to the Wizards. You know, and people yeah. kind of try to forget that, and that yeah. that really kind of tarnished, bro. Like you should have just. But then he took something personally. I don't know. Somebody was like, "Ah, oh, took it personal." No. And there's one thing I learned in the last personal? dance: is don't let Michael Jordan. Don't do anything in this world. Where Michael Jordan takes it personally. That's the one thing I learned in that whole documentary. If I ever it's find never myself been like... around Michael Jordan, <laughs> I will make it my goal to to have him take everything personally, <laughs> so that he wants to compete with me the rest of his life. That would be but, so rad. Just the, right out of the gate, be like, "Oh my God, Isaiah Thomas!" Like, just <laughs> just call him that right out the gate. <laughs> <laughs> out the gate, say, "Oh, I bet I could tie my shoes faster." Everything, I, I would everything, everything to try to beat him and stuff, so that he'd want to play again. Yeah, that, but get, Ken, how do you feel though? Like you got Jazz or Jazz or one seed? Yeah, right. We were texting. Yeah. You said you said Utah's electric. Yeah, right. We're excited. They're also a little bit like they're they're also they're also really aware that the the reward for being first placed in the west is to face the lakers and the warriors so that it's almost like a yay we did it fucking why did we do that yeah i think that's what makes this this so interesting and i agree right i think i think you're looking um oh they just called Draymond an offensive foul right here. There's a minute and 54 seconds left. We're tied at 98s here. All right? That's great. For our listeners. And, and I know everybody listening to this now already knows the result. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, either team is not kicked out of the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it is one of those things where doesn't that suck? Doesn't that suck to be like the first seed and have to go against either Steph or LeBron? LeBron? Yeah, it does suck, actually. Yeah, like to be to be like to work all, you know. But I think you, I think that's like, you know, these these teams. They, they even just watching this game, like, I know people are gonna be like, oh, well, it's LeBron, and I, I just get it. But like, LeBron doesn't have, he doesn't have the people around him to do it this year, and I don't see, I can't. It, I might he can't be carry it anymore. He can't carry it anymore. He himself. doesn't have it. Like, yeah. there's no way this dude's going to play the minutes that he has. I mean, he's coming off an ankle injury. And there's no way he can play the minutes yeah. that he needs to play for his team to make it this. I mean, they're they're down. They're up two right now. Steph's on the line. But, like, you're – you guys don't – no. Yeah, I don't know. I'm it's sorry. It's going to be – I. I think that the mindset has to just be it doesn't matter who you face. You just worry about yourself and be ready. Yeah. And the Jazz are good, and I think that they could beat either of those teams, either of those three, because don't forget about the Grizzlies out there. But you can't worry about that. You just got to be ready, ready to play. Yeah, I know. But the Hornets got Hornets got crushed yesterday. Celtics won. The Hornets Hornets yeah. had a rough go. Sorry, Dylan, but uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, not this was, year. 
not yeah. this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it'll be interesting. I still don't think too, and I know this is a hot take, but but uh, Brooklyn Nets don't don't represent the Eastern Conference either. So, uh, yeah. How many I total just, games have they played together? The the bait their big three. It's only like nine. Yeah, I I don't. The playoffs are different, and every player I, knows that. And you have to mm-hmm. be ready for that pace and intensity of basketball. And um, I don't know if they're ready, but that is three of the better players in the NBA. So I don't count them out. Just like I don't bet against LeBron. Yeah, this is an interesting. Oh, oh, 30 seconds left. Lakers up three. Uh, Wide open three-pointer missed by the freaking Golden State Warriors. Man, I I would say this too. It's a... I've never seen teams guard anybody like teams guard Steph Curry. It's it's <laughs> not since Junior Jazz when you played against the team that really just had the one player and you just put everybody on him. Yeah, I mean three people guard him every time. I it it's crazy. It's I mean it's insane to think about. I mean they almost they create like a box one around Steph Curry. Like, yeah. I don't, it just doesn't even make sense, dude. Yeah, it's awesome. Like it, it doesn't, but it's good to, it's good. You know, playoff, playoff basketball is here. Yeah. I think, I think basketball, you know, they needed the money. So like they, they kind of stacked their seasons on top yep. of each other. Um, it's always more enjoyable. No offense to anybody who watches baseball. I get it. But you know what? I'm kind of tired with the baseball. It's like these unwritten mm-hmm. rules. Oh my gosh, he's unreal. Yeah, you got these exciting guys. You know, I want to give a shout out, Kenny. I'm gonna give a shout out to Trevor Bauer because at least one dude in Major League Baseball, a pitcher, is actually wanting the the league to evolve. And it's okay with if you get if somebody hits a homer off you, somebody hits a homer off you. Like, I got an idea for you. Strike them out if you don't like the celebration. You know, like Mm -hmm. all these unwritten rules. Like uh I saw somewhere like Tony Larusa, who's our, uh, you know, one of the best coaches ever, big time Cardinals coach for a long time. He's now with the White Sox, got upset because he has a 28 year old rookie, 28 year old rookie, hit a home run off a dude who wasn't even a pitcher. <laughs> wasn't even a pitcher. Guy was like, they're getting an ass whooped so bad. And then Tony Larusa is like, so-and-so, my own player, disrespected the game of baseball. You're like, this is why people fucking hate baseball. Yeah. It's because you're – what rule? What rule says that uh, uh, stop competing? Meanwhile, you have teams in the NFL and the NBA run the score up. Oh, Lakers. Lakers one by three. Yep. Teams run the score up because they don't stop competing. Like, ba- baseball, I'm – Nah, I'm sorry. Thank you, Trevor Bauer, though. Thank you, Trevor Bauer, for being a pitcher that actually gets the fact that you got to make baseball cool again. Yeah, got to. Got to. And I've been watching a lot of baseball lately. I kind of like it. I've been enjoying it. Um, But I'm with you on that kind of stuff. That's just got to go. The games are a little too long. um, But on Sunday evenings, I don't mind it until football season starts. Um, But... Baseball's been kind of exciting 
uh, it's not the same as it used to be, though. Now it's pretty much strikeout or home run, right? Well, I, I think until the playoff, playoff, playoff baseball is amazing. Different, yeah, I, I think every league has an amazing playoff system, like even the NHL. Yeah, you know the NHL's playoffs are so phenomenal, and and I love, I love like the game slows down a bunch. Like even with baseball, like it really does become a pitcher versus the hit. You know, it all slows down. You know, and like, uh, but I'm not cool with like these unwritten rules that like you're like, yo, evolve, man, like. Seriously, like I'm tired. I just base like come on baseball. Like you like you got this exciting kid, Tatis, I think is his name last name on the Padres. Dude's exciting. He's electric, right? Mm-hmm. Has a little too much fun. Mm-hmm. These guys are all upset with it. And you're like, come yeah. on, bro. Come on, man. Come, come on, man. On. You wanna you wanna throw a ball at a hitter because he flipped his bat and they're like i got an idea for you why don't you get him to not flip his bat don't throw at him because he showed you up you act like you ain't gonna strike him out walk off the mound and start yelling at your glove like i'm the greatest mother you know like come on silly come on silly hey uh real quick uh just so that 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 we uh make make good on our promise from last episode uh, the lunar eclipse comes up in six days. Yeah. It can be viewable in North America. If you're mm-hmm. in Provo, Utah, your full eclipse begins at 5.11 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yep. Get your ass up and check it out. Yeah, preferably in a in a peak. You probably want a peak, right? Like a high, a high point. The sun or the – sorry, my – It'll be, I think, more towards the south, southwest, because Portland's at 411, right? So, I mean, the hour difference, of course, in Provo, but, like, they specifically called out Portland, like, look towards the south, southwest. It's, yep. it's kind of where you want to be. That's um, 518 is maximum eclipse. Yeah. 518. It, it'll be cool. I'm, I'm interested to see what happens to the night sky, like, how much stars you can see in that same amount of time right like you're talking that'll be a a little bit more darkness right so like and it's supposed to be a super moon so the moon should look freaking massive that night um but i think that the 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 darkness will will kind of be greater and i think that will bring more stars out you know that that'll that'll create less light pollution because even like say say you go to like an area where you think it's going to be dark. Like if it's a full moon, it creates so much light off the full moon sometimes that it's hard to really get great star night photos. So um, I think I think it will be interesting to see what happens. Um, yeah, you know. should be pretty cool. Just yeah, to make I'm excited. On that promise. Yeah, I'm excited. Five twenty six. I my plan is I got. I got four eleven in the morning, right? I'm gonna probably go hike somewhere in the, in the super AM. Then we come back, have a cup of coffee, take the Subi and get some work done. You know? <laughs> nice. Uh, Seven AM call time. 
Hello. Hello. That's Wednesday, May 26, 518 AM Provo, Utah time. Maximum eclipse. That'd be sweet. You should go to tent. You should like hike tent. Oh, on a Wednesday? I don't know, man. <laughs> on a Wednesday. <laughs> uh, I don't know, uh, man. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I think I'll probably just sit uh, in my backyard and watch. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Man, all this talk about LeBron and he sinks a three tonight. Yeah, he wins the game, right? And that's just yeah. goes back. You don't you don't bet against LeBron and whatever you think about him on a personal level, he <laughs> definitely deserves to be in the conversation for one of the greatest of all time. Do um, you feel like he's he's the greatest? Like like I think do you feel like when it's all said and done? LeBron James will be the greatest basketball player of all time. I don't think we'll ever be able to agree on that. Um, that's a tough one, man. Um, yes, no, probably not. There's, I don't there's know. Way too many, there's way opinion. too. There's way too many greats. I think that he'll be the best of this generation. Yeah, I mean that's all I could say for certainty, and. and I think that some of the stuff that he's done um, around the game and off the court have really um, added to the NBA player and what they can be and become. Yeah. Just like Michael Jordan did before him, you know, most players didn't have a shoe. I mean, a couple players did. All right. You know, now everybody's got a shoe. Yeah. The the shoe, the shoe game was much different. Yeah. Intersport famous you know what i mean and, and he really kind of became like a the olympics and the, the dream team really pushed yeah. propelled that and, yeah. and, and lebron's added to that and he is not only just one of the best basketball players in the league he's also one of the most influential people in culture today um so yeah i think that, that i can yeah yeah i think so i think he was pretty spot on there and so i think there's some things that he's better at than some of the past greats but I don't, I, I'm not a big fan of these conversations. I don't think there could ever be a great. It's always got to be greats. Who's the greatest in your eyes? Oh, it's probably Michael Jordan. Okay. Um, Can LeBron ever surpass Michael Jordan in your perception? Yeah, probably if he wins three more. So to you, just to confirm, now because see now you're talking my language, you know, um, you're saying he has to exceed. MJ and championships first. Yeah. Now, does he have to have the most championships of all time? No, I mean, Bill Russell has that at like 11, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that'll ever be touched. Like LeBron couldn't hit That's like the different. Yeah. I don't think anybody will ever hit 11. I think Robert Ori got close. Yeah. I think he has like seven. Right. Something like that. A lot. Yeah. 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 I think (laughs) Phil Jackson has 10. Coaching is different. Six than... plus four. Yeah. Yeah. But actually, I think he has 11 because he had, he, he won with the Knicks. Yeah. I think he won with the Knicks back in the day. Yeah. Like, you know, because like the Knicks, somehow the Knicks have, have sustained unbelievable value as an organization, even though the outside of this year, they've been shitty for 20 years and they haven't won anything. 
But because they're in New York City, they're like still arguably one of the most valuable organizations yeah. there is in sports. Just so silly. Yeah. So ridiculous. Yeah. Go Cowboys. Now, does this mean the Suns play the Lakers, right? Is that yeah, that, two and seven, right? You, yeah. yeah. So you'll you'll probably play the Warriors. Warriors or the Grizzlies. I think I think most likely the Warriors. Probably, but yeah. you know, we'll know Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got the Nets, so which I like. I like I like the matchup. Get under Kyrie's skin a little bit. Yeah, he doesn't like Boston. I think, which is so weird. I I still don't like the fact that I'd be like, if you don't want to be there, don't grab a microphone and say you're resigning with the team in the offseason. You know, I don't. Just, this goes for a couple of you guys out there. Just stop talking. Yeah. I like that. Just stop talking. Yeah. It's better for all of us. Yeah, you're like. (laughs) Just stop talking. Shut up. It's not because I don't value your opinion. It's just you're not helping yourself. Yeah. Because I don't think you have the right to talk. You definitely have the right to talk and say whatever you want. Just some friendly advice from your homie, Two Line Ken. Stop talking. If you want some. (laughs) Yeah. One, like, I can't take any. I can't take you serious. The earth ain't flat. It's round. Right? Like, I think (laughs) we orbit that shit. We orbit it. You don't orbit a flat thing. Come on, man. Oh, no. Truer words have been spoken. Basically, what I'm referring to. Like, I'm not, hey, we ain't hating. We just stating. All right. That's what's up. And you know what else, Kenny? Sometimes we skating. Okay. And when we skate, there's one thing in the skate kingdom. That is key to your highlight reel slash session mm-hmm. clip slash, you know, 45 seconds to a minute and a half on tape is your skate jam. Kenny, Kenny what, what jam is playing <laughs> in your two and a half minute clip in the Milo skate video? First of all, I can't believe they let me in on the video. Like, I, I Shout out to Milo. <laughs> a full part, too. They're giving me a full part in the a Milo. A solid two and a half I minutes. I can't believe it. I don't know what they were thinking, but I'll take it. I will take it. But um, my song is, there's one song that I've always thought that I would use. Um, and it's 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 been associated with skateboarding before. Mini Moons. Uh, it was in a video game and so this is one of the reasons that it's so locked in because i would go to the settings and turn off all the other songs and just play this song um and i'm i um i just want to get this right um i feel like i know what song it is it's publicity by jizza of the wu-tang clan You'll recognize it. You know it. Classic. Who be first to catch this beat down? Publicity. It's, by the it's funny. It's funny you say that, too, Kenny, because 
along the lines. Star. Look out for the cops. Oh, it's Wu Tang. Cash fruit. That's good. That's good. That's I think I'm I just I've always envisioned my spot. Yep. Just right here. Yeah. Straight ledges, bro. Straight ledges. Ledge session coming in like at a park. Ledges with multiple ledges. Yeah. Drop-ins. No complies. You're probably a no comply guy. Just in the midline, you're gonna no comply, shove it or whatever. No, I'm I'm you no, you I'm, know, I'm all no. about tricking the manual, you know, Ollie manual, Ollie kickflip off ledge. I'm I'm all about the ledge work. I'm all about manual pads. I'm all about yeah. you gotta stay you know, up, hit. You gotta stay up on your ledger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I like to take notes if you get my drift. Yeah. You know. Relax and take tokes of the marijuana smokes. Biggie. Man, there's a lot of cool songs that would be fun to use, but that that's that's probably my that's my that's my answer there. There and, and that's, you, had a, I, you had a really solid one. And do yourself a favor later. Pull up the the recent Wu Tang clan NPR tiny desk concert. Ooh. And just ooh. enjoy these middle aged men rapping. <laughs> Can I just appreciate? I just appreciate the come full circle, right? That's what she said. Um, the 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 come around full circle. Bring it the back. first topic. Bring it back. First topic of the podcast is talking about middle aged men. Second, the last thing we're talking about is is Wu Tang. I just love that. I, but I I think yo Wu Tang is for the children. All right. I, what I appreciate though is like, listen. I know people are sitting here being like, "Oh, these guys planned it." Now I did not plan this with Kenny. I sent him a question, and the question would be, was, "What song would you skate to in a music in your skate video?" Right. But me and Kenny are going on ridiculously long amount of friendship. We've been around each other. We've lived with each other for. However many times. A couple times. And our homie calibration is so calibrated. Our ho- our homie level is so calibrated that Kenny Skate song is going to be with the Jizza. And if any of you know, and I'm sure you sophisticated listeners know, but the Jizza's in Wu-Tang. One of the main individuals of Wu-Tang. I'm pretty sure there's no Wu-Tang without Jizza. The genius. Because Jizza's Rizza's cousin. And if Jizza doesn't educate Rizza on life skills, you know, and I think like what, the five percenters, right? Yeah. I think something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Same. I think that's I think that's pretty neat. Kid. Notable. And that's a, notable. Yeah, notable. I I think that's that's you know, cheers to you, my friend. This cheers. Is, this is what we do. And uh I just think that's kind of cool that uh that you know. You, your jams, Jizza. I just, I've always wanted, I just, the, 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 the melody beat of that freaking, of Cream, yeah. you know. And you know, you gotta get that cash. It rules know. everything around me. Straight Cream, get the money. Everything. Dude, you know, I was, I was actually thinking, 
too, as as we sunset off into the <laughs> That's true. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I punchline. I like I like saying that term because somewhere in in my 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 professional career, I worked for a company, and that's how we used to say we terminate shit, right? Instead yeah. of saying getting rid of, we'd use the term sunset. Oh, we're just gonna get rid of this. Oh, we're gonna sunset this. And the reason why we say sunset because you can't, you just can't get rid of something. You just gotta slowly let it roll off into yeah. the night, just like yeah. a sunset. We say phasing oh. out. I like that too. I like phasing out as we phase out of the podcasting. All right, we know a guy who uh, who knows a guy, and if that guy doesn't know the guy, then we definitely know the other guy that knows that guy. And if that guy doesn't know the guy you're looking for, then we got another guy that knows a guy. That knows of a guy. That's homies helping homies that are helping homies helping homies that have homies that are also helping homies. And that's the kind of homie helping circle you want to be involved in. So join us. That's two homies chatting on Twitter. That's two homies chatting at gmail.com if you're an email type of person. IG, TikTok, all of them. Podbean, Apple Pod, Google Pod, all the pods. Check us all out. All the pods. Two homies Podcast. Chat. chat. Check us out. Check, check, check it out. Do, 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 do you have it? Do, 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 do you have it? Guts. Guts. Boom. I do. I do miss that. I can't lie. Nickelodeon had the jams back in the day. Nickelodeon had the jams back in the day. They did. That's true. You know. You know who else? So, like, real quick, just sidebar. As before we we phase Sunset. out. Before we phase <laughs> out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Can I give a shout out to Keenan Thompson? Yeah. I just gotta give it like, yo, dude was in Mighty Ducks back in the day. Not mm-hmm. only in Mighty Ducks, Hook. but shit talked his way onto Team USA. Literally just showed up to Team USA hockey games, shit talked Jesse on Team USA. And then they all went to the street one time, showed off the knuckle puck, ends up being it. Shout out to Keenan Thompson, right? But not only was he in that, Keenan Thompson was also in heavyweights. Right, he was in like Snick, right, which was Saturday Night Nick, because he was in all that. Oh, that. And Keenan and Kel. Then they did Good Burger, and mm. then like Home of the Good now Burger. he's on Saturday Night Live. I think he even has his own freaking television show. He does. Shout out. He does. To Keenan Thompson just holding it down. People and people don't even realize that you've watched The Sandlot, right? Oh yeah, right. You remember Benny, Benny the Jet Rodriguez? Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Do you yeah. know Benny the Jet Rodriguez is the kid that can't stop on ice skates in Mighty Ducks 2? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even realize that until I started watching it again. You know? And, you know, not just to keep on this rabbit hole, but like, you know, Mighty Ducks, the OG Mighty Ducks, isn't about a group of, high, a group of the kids coming of age story. It's really about Gordon Bombay. It is. If, in, if anybody watches that and you go back and rewatch it, just watch how you watch a grown man grow into his own. You know? Like, it's all about Gordon Bombay. 
It's not even about Charlie Conway and the fact that, like, it's not even really that good. It's not about the fact that, like, really, the Mighty Ducks only went two games before going in the playoffs. Like, they weren't even that good of a team. They just went on a heater. They're like the New York football giants. (laughs) But you know what? We all loved them Ducks. We loved them so much that we named an actual NHL team after them. That's true. That hasn't happened in any other sports, any other sports movie history. That's true. Yeah. That's cool. So, you know, shout out to Gordon Barbet. Shout out to Keenan. His new show just premiered this year on NBC. Keenan. You can watch it on Peacock. Peacock. It's free. 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 And frustrating as hell to use. Yeah. It's like Hulu where they play them ads way too fucking loud. Like, come on, Hulu. Where's your amateur hours? No, come on. It's, 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 um, they try too hard to load too many things at once. And so you can't even like change the channels properly. So you like push the button and it doesn't move and you push it again and it doesn't move. You push it again and then it finally moves, but then it moves like six spots instead of three. And you're like, Oh Oh, yeah. Because Mm -hmm. it's trying to load so you can watch while you browse and it's get your shit together. Peacock You're doing too much NBC. No. Well, Ken, you know, it's been a pleasure, bro. And and before we, are considered that we're doing too much. I feel like we should sunset off into the evening. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's phase it out, bro. Let's, let's phase so it we out. just want to we just want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening, and, and we appreciate all our listeners. We appreciate all the supporters. Um, you know, we we recently through one streaming service just found out that we had a thousand downloads in one on one channel. That to me is unbelievably cool. So we Shout thank everybody for like listening and supporting us along the way as we 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 kind of build this brand and podcast and uh it's cool so we appreciate all you guys and uh you know shout out to the listeners shout out to all the homies the homies that are helping homies the homies that are helping homies 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 you know anybody that's in to homie helping and, and loving everybody and just being kind you know like you do one good deed, it could be infectious. It's like that teammate we were talking. It's like that's why Tim Tebow's got a job, y'all. Cause he doesn't does something and it's motherfucking infectious. So go out, you know, maybe uh grab your neighbor's trash can and bring it up to their trash area. Or like, I don't know, just wave. You know, like you see a neighbor outside, just give him a little smiling nod, a little smiling wave. Do, do something nice out there. Do something simple. Help your homies. And your homies will help you. We appreciate y'all for listening. Let us know what you think. And follow us on the social mediums. That's right. Two homies chatting. We appreciate everybody. And everybody just have a enjoy the sunset.